good to know what's up. Yeah. All right. So, hey, guys, I'm Gilda. And I'm Steph, and this is Saturday Night High. It's the podcast where we get really high and talk about Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and we're talking about season two, episode 14. This aired on February 26th, 1977. It was hosted by Steve Martin. I believe this was his second time hosting, and it was um, the Kinks for the musical guest. I will say, um, okay, so this, I was like, oh, it's their first show back after one month off. I totally forgot about the Mardi Gras special, which was like a colossal disaster. I wanted to see it, but unfortunately, it wasn't on Peacock. (laughs) But I'm ready to talk about this craziest yeah. episode. Um, opened up with uh, Gilda talking to Steve Martin, and she's a bit upset because apparently he hasn't spent as much time with her as he did last time he was there. Yeah, it was like, were they a thing? Did they? It was like hooking up, but I I don't know. It was she, Gilda was playing like a spurned lover, and. Steve Martin is like, oh, well, this girl likes to crash early. Can I come to yours at 3 a.m.? And I'm just like, Jesus, there's no chill there whatsoever. And then the other section of the cold open was um, Steve Martin going into a locker room with Bill Murray, Garrett Morris, and John Belushi. And they're all, like, giving him shit because I guess he co-hosted The Tonight Show. Um, And they're like getting all on him, and then it ends with John Belushi uh, forcing Steve Martin to say live from New York, which was kind of cute. Not cute, but, you know, nice. It was built, the live from New York was built into the sketch well. It was like, you gotta say, because Steve yeah. Martin was like, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this. And John Belushi's like, no, you gotta say it. You gotta stay here and do it. And, yeah. But they were, like, angry at how he treated Gilda, and I was like, what the hell? They're standing up for a woman? What, what year is this? After the way that they treat her in literally every single episode, it's shocking. Right? Uh, and I also noticed early on in the cold open, the camera cut to the locker room, like, way too early. I don't know if you noticed that, but it was just, like, a random blip in the middle. And it was like, wait, who? what the fuck does that have anything to do with it? If I noticed it, I must have disregarded it out of confusion. No, you're good. The monologue. Uh, Ooh. You know, Steve Martin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <no. And> the <laughs> you know, scare- Steve Martin. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so he has a very, like, schlocky, cheesy style of humor. But, like, the worst part about this, the worst part about it was this monologue was better than the first one when he hosted. And this is the first time I've ever watched Saturday Night Live with a boy that hasn't, like, actively shat on Saturday Night Live, or, like, you know, shat on me liking Saturday Night Live while I watch it. And when the monologue ended, I was like, well, that was really bad, but it was still better than his first one. And Johnny was like, I'm sorry, the fuck? That was terrible. Like, yeah, I know. I know. So, yeah, anyway. Johnny gets it. He He does get it. Hearts to Johnny. Anyway. Um, yeah, I guess it was Steve Martin waiting for the drugs to take effect. I did actually laugh at that line because it was like he he hadn't like done anything. And so you're just kind of sitting there like, what the hell is he doing? And he's like, uh, we'll start in a few minutes. I'm just waiting for the drugs to take effect. I, that did get a laugh from me. I was like, OK, maybe he's going to give me a monologue that I like. But no, he really didn't. Right. Yeah, no. So that was like, OK, solid start. And then like nosedive because there was a fucking joke that 
and I say joke in like full ass quotation marks, where he's like, I'm going to sing an American Indian folk tune. And my reaction was, oh no, oh no. Because there was no way this was gonna be even remotely appropriate. Yeah, it was just insensitive. Insensitive chanting, and he ends it with little girl, and I'm just like, okay, sir. No. My note for that was, God, I hate this. It was pretty horrible. Um, He ended the monologue by talking about drugs and getting small is what he called it. Yeah, I mean, okay, when he was, like, pretending to drive a big steering wheel like that, like, I laughed at that because it, like, looked kind of like you could picture it, but, like, that and waiting for the drugs to take take effect, your monologue has to be stronger than that. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it would be so much better without the bad, you know, indigenous racism. Yeah. Um, We then went into the first sketch of the night, uh, the Coneheads at home, which, okay, weren't they at home last time, too? Yeah, it seems like the Coneheads are always at home, except it's not their home. It's where they've landed. um, And they talked about it again. Okay, yeah. So it was basically Dan Aykroyd, Jane Curtin, and Lorraine Newman as our, as the, you know, three familiar Coneheads. And something about, you've stimulated me, let's head back to the bedchamber. And I was fucking cackling. I fucking love the Coneheads. I liked the Conehead sex jokes. Yeah, it was, they were fucking funny. Yeah, I, like, I'm just gonna give away the end, which was, um, oh wait, can you hear that siren? Yeah, it's okay, yeah. Alright. Um, well, anyway, I, some other things that I fucking like while we wait for the sirens to go away... Um, it, it was, uh, when I was a small, Dan Aykroyd saying, when I was a small cone, I walked to school. It was like he was doing the alien version of I walked to school nine miles both ways uphill, like in the snow or some shit. He says he remembered his first programmer and he wondered if her life functions were still active. Um, Steve Martin shows up as an IRS guy who's getting, uh, more and more freaked out the more Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin say. And they did the same bit that they did last time where they give their human guest, Steve Martin, food, except it's, like, completely inappropriate amounts, and they called the eggs chicken embryos. Um, and uh, Steve Martin was talking to them and trying to figure out what their whole, like, deal was, and then it comes to him saying, oh, you're illegal aliens, and Dan Aykroyd goes, yes, from France. Um, so there's that. I mean, I was fucking cackling at all of these. And then they did their, like, weird, like, ring toss foreplay and then went to the bedroom. Because Dan Aykroyd's like, you have stimulated me. And it's like, oh, yeah. Jesus, okay. They called that a quick one. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. The ring toss. Um, this next bit was just literally Garrett Morris singing opera um there was like a pianist and i think uh maybe like a an upright bass or something i don't know some sort of strings instrument in the corner of the screen that i didn't look at close enough um and garrett morris he was wearing this like tight red shirt with these pink and purple ruffles it was crazy with like tight white shorts 
And as he's I believe singing, those are called clam diggers. Makes sense. Um, as he was singing, uh, words come up on the screen explaining, uh, you're probably wondering what's going on or if this is a mistake. It's not. Uh, Garrett Morris went on vacation in Jamaica after the horrible show in New Orleans. So he missed rehearsal. And when he was in Jamaica, he met this girl and told her that he's a singer. Um, so now here we are. And I kind of really loved that. I fuck with that kind of humor. <laughs> this, I mean, it, it was, we, we saw something of the same type in season one when it was like, this is not an accident. Garrett asked us if he could do a bit and we were like, yeah, sure, whatever. And it was this. And we're like, well, we can't take the air away from him. So it was basically that again. I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad. Always good to see him sing. Um, we then had a sketch where Bill Murray was the host of celebrity weightlifting or yeah, I, I believe that was it. And it was John Belushi as a Russian weightlifter and I believe Gilda Radner is Jackie Kennedy Onassis. Wearing a pink dress suit with heels going against... Fucking right? Like, they went there. They it really went really there. Funny. I mean, it was funny, but also, like, that's the one of the most recognizable pieces of clothing. Like, uh, one of the most recognizable outfits. Like, she I was feel wearing like, that well, when he was killed. It was derived from that outfit, but I don't think it was supposed to be that exact outfit. No, she didn't no, have the hat, I don't think. No, no, because there are certain rules. They, they towed the line. They, that, they, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, it was definitely meant to make people realize, like, oh, shit, if they didn't know who the name, you know, it was similar enough. There, it was like John Belushi did the weight thing and he was fine. And then Gilda Radner, it was like this really kind of impressive physical comedy of her like struggling with this thing. And then it was it hilarious. Her. Oh, I fuck it. I, I thought it was funny. Um, but then it crushes her. And I'm like, why do we always have to do shitty things to women? Yeah, I appreciated the effort that she put into making that like scene of her trying to lift the weight so long and she's struggling and she like opened her legs up with her skirt which you know not a great look um but she went there and that was great but then yeah it did end with her getting crushed and breaking her collarbone and i think bill murray was like oh it's always a collarbone something like that yeah and then oh my god we had i i don't know if lorraine newman has done a musical introduction before but tonight she looked so fucking happy like you could tell she was thrilled to be introducing the kinks and yeah, was I was cute. just like, go her. Yes, it was so fucking cute. Um, and the kinks tore through a medley of you really got me all day and all of the night, a well-respected man and Lola. And it was fucking incredible. It was flawless. It was like a concert. It, they sounded so fucking good. They did, of course. Oh, I mean, I but and they had been banned from the U.S. for a while. This may have been like their first televised appearance after they were allowed back or some shit. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Like, I don't know if this was the first televised appearance, but I know they were banned. Oh wow! Yeah. We went into weekend update, and this started off with Jane Curtin sitting at the desk, and she goes, "Remember last time I did update? Not tonight. I have a headache." <laughs> I mean, okay, funny, because last time, yes, she tore her shirt open, but I don't know. Of course we remember, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I just... But then that joke, yeah. 
It's it's just I don't know. It's just like such a fucking trope. Not tonight. I have a headache. Just how about not tonight? Because I don't want to fuck. Like, yeah. how about we don't need excuses to not fuck? Consent it's is sexy. Lines like that that just sort of make it feel like really outdated. Yeah, and I mean, I truly. I know I've said it before, we're beating a dead horse here, but it's like, it's looking into the past and what they thought was acceptable and what they thought was funny. But it's like, when you think about it, it's not that fucking long ago. Like, no. I, I was born, I, I'm pretty sure, I, I'm coming up on 30. I was born, what, 15 years into it? Like, that is terrifying. Like, it had only been on the air for 15 years at that point. Like, it wasn't that fucking long ago. I just, that, when I realized that, that, like, that fact sent, like, shockwaves through my body. I was just like, oh, no. Yeah, it's been for a long time, but not that long. Um, no. This weekend update was, like, just okay overall, I would say. It was kind of all over the place. It was mediocre at best. Yeah. Yeah, there was a really fucking disturbing bit. A cutaway to Gilda Radner, who was Dr. Ruth, mm-hmm. Dr. Ruth Breadloaf. And eh, that was hard to say also, Cottonmouth. Um, and she's was, like, oh, uh, this is my new diet. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to explain because you were drinking. Um, yeah, it was. Do. Yeah, she was a weight loss doctor, and she had published this book on weight loss. And you open it, and it's breakfast, eat page one, and lunch and dinner is pages two and three, and so on. And she eats it as, like, a joke, and she's talking about it, and there's, like, paper in her mouth. And it's just, like, this is not the first time, obviously, that they've had Gilda do something that references what I would call an eating disorder. Um, Yeah. And it's not great to see. No, because... I mean, again, they say, oh, we didn't know, we didn't know, we thought it was just a new great way to diet, but at the same time, like, you're making fun of the fact that Gilda Radner ate nothing. Like, I, it, yeah, tonight's, yeah, I'll talk about that at the end. Anyway, um, nothing in this weekend update was really hitting with the crowd. Jane Curtin at the end, she was just, like, trying to get through it. It was really tough, um, but the sketch that happened right after Weekend Update featured Lily Tomlin. So the crowd was all into that. Um, yes. And this was her with Gilda Radner, Lorraine Newman, and Jane Curtin singing Broadway Baby. Which, okay, I know they're still trying to do the variety show thing at this point, but, like, don't haven't we figured out that this doesn't really work? Like, do a truncated version. Uh, yeah, it just Jesus. didn't fit the vibe of yeah. the show. No, it didn't. It was just like, it was hitting the brakes, and it was just like, wait, what the fuck? It sh- totally switched the mood, just changed tracks. Anyway. They were all really talented and good at the performance, but it was just yeah. like, why are we, like, why? Yeah, no. Oh, my gosh. So the next sketch, um, <laughs> this was a scene that took place in a hospital. Steve Martin was the doctor. Um, uh, I'm trying to figure out what this means. It's Jane Curtin and, oh, Bill Murray. I'm like, who the fuck is BM? (laughs) (laughs) No, I had, I've had that 
issue the past couple weeks where it's like, wait, what the fuck? Because it's a new set of initials. Like, who the fuck? Jo- oh, Bill Murray. Right. Because I'm like trying to visualize it in my head to like, yeah. Yeah. And I can't believe I forgot that it was Bill Murray because his character in this was the father of a teenager who was in an accident and now on life support. And Bill Murray learns that life support is expensive and tries to tell the doctor, you know, maybe you should pull the plug. And the doctor's like, oh, well, I can't actually do that. But if it were to accidentally be pulled from the wall, that'd be okay. And so the doctor, Steve Martin, like pretends to trip over the um, cord and Bill Murray goes over to try and help yank it out of the wall. Like they literally yank the whole outlet out of the wall. Uh, and then they cut back to the uh, the hospital bed and the kid who's John Belushi is actually alive and he is like no I never said that you could do that if I was in a coma and then uh Bill Murray gaslight him and said yeah no you did you just weren't feeling like yourself it was so wacky it was horrible it was fucking horrible literally I have written down casual gaslighting because John Belushi is just like all right cool Yeah, I must have forgotten. I got hit in the head. And it's just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Toxic as hell. Yeah. And it ends with Steve Martin, the doctor. um, Bill Murray thanks him, but it's like a sarcastic sort of thank you. And he goes, well, excuse me. Oh, God. I'm so over that. Yeah. We then went into, I believe it was, I mean, I'm guessing it was a Gary Weiss filmed bit. It seemed like it. Felt like it. Yeah, it was Holmes in New Orleans. It was introduced by Garrett Morris, and he wanted to include this in the New Orleans show, but it didn't work or it didn't happen, so they were airing it now, I think. That was what was going on. Um, I remember Garrett Morris talking in Live from New York about how slighted he felt about the Mardi Gras special, and yeah... It was a little uncomfortable at that point. Yeah. Um, I can see why he would go to Jamaica if he actually did. <laughs> right? Um, but the piece was actually, I thought it was interesting. It was just a mini documentary, just like setting up cameras and watching this family and these people like do their thing. Yeah, no, it was cool. I mean, yeah, just the atmosphere of the location, <laughs> you could tell... Like, you could feel it through the film, which is cool. Um, and so that was a nice little film. I went from that into another Hollywood bingo. Most of it went over my head. Um, there were a few that I thought were amusing. Um, it was, One was John Belushi as Robert Blake, who at that point was just a famous actor who... Um, I was thinking Robert Wagner. Robert Blake killed someone, too, I thought, though. I think he did. I, I have no idea. I've definitely listened to a true crime podcast about this. I am, hang on. Robert Blake. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he killed like a waitress. Maybe his wife? Ah, no, he was acquitted of his wife's murder. It was fucking weird. You got, oh my God. I'll send you, um, there's a My Favorite Murder and there's one more podcast. Anyway, uh, and then. Lily Tomlin was portraying Farrah Fawcett, but she was just, like, shaking her hair, and I thought it was really funny. I liked that. That was one thing that didn't go over my head. (laughs) Baby. Yeah. Um, And then 
the home movie for this week was, quote, sorry, I don't know why I said quote. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, it was basically um, when it was introduced, they said that it was like made by the friends of Lily Tomlin or something like that. And it was titled From the Big Orange to the Big Apple. And in this home movie, Lily Tomlin played every single fucking character. <laughs> yeah, it was honestly pretty impressive. Um, it was crazy. It was like yeah. all of her characters, the lady from the phone company. It was, yeah. Um, they pick up a woman on the side of the road and they put her little like motor scooter on the back of their trunk. But also they were, mo- I, I don't know what they, they picked. There was something very not, it felt icky. I don't really yeah, know. So I don't have the words for it. So you need to take this. Like, I'm just too stoned. I'm sorry. The Lily Tomlin using a wheelchair um, was trying to hitchhike. And the Lily, Tomlin, ooh, the Lily Tomlin driving the car, or she was maybe just one of the ones in the car, like, singing or something. She, she said, why can't someone like that just stay at home? Uh, I don't know why that was a line in this little home movie. Well, and I felt like that character that said that line was being portrayed as, um, sorry, I had a really boring long day at work and I am way too high right now. I've been out of carts for like four days. Oh no. Oh no. This is called like lilac Durban. Durban lilac. Lilac poison. I don't fucking know. It's amazing. Um, I like white Durban. That's what I get. I never I heard say, lilac. Sounds good. I, me either. But the guy, I was like, he's like, what do you want? And I was like, uh, sativa pod. And he's like, okay, uh, which one do you want? And I'm like, I don't know, whatever's the best slash testing the highest. And he's like, okay, it's these two. Ooh, no, I have this one. Oh, you got to get this one. And I was like, all right, shit, man. <laughs> um, I've never had it before. I'll be getting it again. Anyway. um nice. Home movie, Lily Tomlin played everyone. There was a mentally, a differently abled person in the sketch, and it felt very, very icky. Didn't like it. Yeah. It was icky. I can't, there's no, nothing else to say. The kinks had their... No, it wasn't the kinks. The kinks ne- came through. No, the kinks were not next. We had the... Oh, my God. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I wish the kinks were next. I wish we could skip to that. We had... A sketch that was Garrett Morris portraying the author of Roots, Alex Haley, who was like, okay, so Roots was such a hit, the network wants me to crank out another, so here's Roots 2. Or he was like, I'm fresh out of relatives. And then they, like, showed him the offer, and he's like, well, my great-great-great-great-grandfather, and, like, basically spun this tale. But it starts, and the K's like, and here's a sneak peek of it here's a preview and it pans over to john belushi and bill murray who are using black sense and like black vernacular like it was like my jaw i i was like clutching my face it was really bad yeah and you know like john belushi and bill murray like they of course like went like for it they fucking went for it it was so fucking bad um, John Belushi said his name was Bopshuwap of Shanana, and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, and then they were making him change his name to Peggy Fleming, who I believe was an ice skater. Um, and then 
they march a bunch of white men out and auction them off. Dan Aykroyd was the auctioner. Yeah, Lorraine Newman was all like, oh, I'll take all four. I made them for my summer home. And it was just like, okay, this is fucking disgust. Like, no, no part of this is okay. I don't like this. This makes me feel icky. How the fuck? Like, this is 1977. Seven. <laughs> I thought it would be quicker to flip back and look than do the math, and that is not the case. Yeah, I don't, it was fucking, it was it like, fucking black people had not had the right to vote. For that long, and we're making this fucking sketch mocking slave auctions. Like, I, I, I yeah, I, it was not. It just wasn't funny. It was no. honestly pretty fucking horrible. Yeah, of a comedy sketch. Oh god, it was so bad. And then the Kinks rescued us. Yes, with Sleepwalker. Yeah, it was good. I liked their first performance better, but it was still fucking good. Yeah, it was a lot shorter than the first performance. Yes, it was. Um, I don't know why they gave their all in the beginning, but okay. Do two medleys. Spread it out. Even yeah. it out a bit. Like, what are we doing here? It's the same amount of time, just two different. Yeah, anyway. And then the last sketch of the night was Gilda Radner and Steve Murray. Steve Murray? Nope. <laughs> Steve Martin. Gilda Radner and Steve Martin on a date. And, like, they have so much in common. And at first, do you think he's just, like, saying that he likes the things she likes so he can get in her pants, but, like, it, tur- it turns out that they're both, like, the same flavor of weird, which, good for them. They're all, they're into the exact same everything. Um, like, they were finished each other's sentences, and it ended with them both getting up and hopping away because they didn't like walking on both feet. Yeah, and they're like, oh my god, you hop, you like to hop too? It was like, what in the actual fuck is this? Like, it was funny, but it was too long. Yeah, it was funny, like, in a ridiculous way. Yeah. But it was a lot of the same thing over and over again. I was like, okay, we get it. Yeah. They're exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that was, uh, that was the episode, which, honestly, this one, I will say, it disappointed me more than most because before when they were being racist it was like still kind of a shit show and like they didn't really know what they were doing but this episode it was a recurring host and it was well produced and it was just offensive and that was it was it was hard to watch at points yeah i'm going to have trouble picking uh a one sketch that didn't hit for me, honestly. Yeah, honestly, um, what didn't work for me, until Roots 2, it was the monologue. But but once I saw that, it was just like, well, I don't, I don't know that this is going to go better than, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, you just knew you were in for something that's right. not Right! It was just like, there's no way it's going to turn out with me laughing at this. No, it was me cringing for a very long time. Mm-hmm. What about you? I mean, yeah, I was the same. I would say that was my least favorite after checking my notes. (laughs) I mean, there was quite a bit tonight that I didn't really like. Anyway, what was your runner-up? So I'm going to go on and I'm going to go on ahead and say that my runner-up is Garrett Morris singing. We've already seen it, but you know what? It's something that I enjoyed and I laughed a little bit at the the words on the screen yeah no the, the the text was the very amusing part it was great I mean or at least that part was fine I just I some recurring bits work for me and some don't and this one 
I, apparently it didn't work as much for me because it's like I knew what to expect. The first time it was really fucking funny because it was like, well, he asked, mm, all right, sure. This, it was just kind of like, okay, weird. He lied to a woman about who he was to get her to sleep with him. Like, mm, don't like that. Um, my runner-up was the Coneheads. Wow, that's actually my number one. I liked the, um, the Conehead sex jokes. And <laughs> I liked how Lorraine Newman, rebellious teenage daughter, had, like, flashy stickers on her cone. Yeah, it was like, you are not wearing that cape out of the house. It was really funny. My best, the kinks. Yeah, very good. There was something about the Coneheads. There was a joke in the Coneheads that I was just like, mm, I don't know. But, like, if the musical guest hadn't been so fucking amazing, Coneheads would have been my best. But I just really fucking enjoyed the kinks because it was just like a, an iceberg of happy. That doesn't make sense. It was like a raft of happy in the middle of a really offensive show. Yeah, I loved how they just went from one song to the next. I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. Yeah, fucking loved it. But yeah, so um, that was, that's it for us. We are on all of the podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review. We're on social media, Twitter, Reddit, um, YouTube, and... Facebook and our at is Sat Night High Pod. Night is spelled N I T E on Twitter. Yes. Uh, our Gmail is Sat Night High Pod and we have a website, satnighthighpod.com. But until next time, happy, happy highs. highs.